Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to Gore Human suffering Death Factual inaccuracies Several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. If television has taught me anything, the murderer was the well-known guest actor all along. I'm Kelly. What I learned today is I've got a two out of five chance of getting away with it. I'm Sean. Yagsi. I'm Adam. Look, if I don't hear that music, I will be the elephant's herald of your doom. I'm Andy, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everybody, and welcome back, where this week we'll be talking about unsolved murders. We would like to thank RGS, a patron on our Patreon, for bringing you this episode. If you'd like to become a patron, search for us on Patreon. Uh, I was going to sing the Unsolved Mystery song, but I don't actually know it. <laughs> yeah, the first thing that came to mind was X-Files. Yeah, same thing here. <laughs> Are you finally ready to confess, Andy? <laughs> yes, I am. But wait, 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 no, it's still unsolved. <laughs> Like I said, this could be a uh, a part one of many parts because there's a lot of unsolved murders and serial killers out there. Yeah. We're not a true crime podcast, though. It's true. Crime. Podcasts. <laughs> I've made I it know. They're pretty popular. It's true. All righty. So, unsolved is from the Old English un, meaning not. Not. Psych. The Latin solvere. <laughs> Uh, which is to loosen, dissolve, untie, release, detach, depart, unlock, scatter, dismiss, accomplish, fulfill, explain, and remove. That's a lot. Huh. Sounds like a magician. I was going to say it's like solvent, but it is kind of like solvent if it's yeah. to loosen. Yep. And murder is from the old English mordor, <laughs> uh, which is the secret killing of a person or an unlawful killing. Secret. It's where the Dark Lord lives. <laughs> Gotta throw your ring in there. The unloosened Dark Lord. <laughs> I feel like if they just walked up to the edge of Mordor and threw the ring in, that would probably not be the quest they needed to do. Ting! Splash. <laughs> Job done. Sean is correct. We have a not loosened secret killing. <laughs> Keep it tight. Phoneosophobia is the fear of murderers or serial killers or of being murdered. Oh, I didn't know, I Kelly. There was a name for that. <laughs> so here's a quick note. Civilian and military deaths during interstate wars, civil wars, and genocides are not murders. I mean, they are, but they're not counted in that. <laughs> it's like he was shot by one of those 2,000 people. Charge, book them all, Dano. <laughs> Conspiracy. How do, you, how do you argue that on the stand? Sir, I didn't just murder one person. I was trying to kill off an entire <laughs> people. I don't think I, I deserved censure. <laughs> A genocide has to start somewhere, Your Honor. Yeah, it doesn't count if you kill too many. Yeah. The the higher your score gets, the further away from homicide you are. <laughs> Always best to murder in bulk. It's true. You get a discount. The Costco killer. <laughs> uh, so I've got some acid pop trivia for you. So how many people die from homicide each year in the whole world? Wow. Uh, but this is unsolved murders. Yeah, but there's not a lot of... You don't get a lot of trivia about unsolved murders. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No one knows the answers. Well, you can know someone was killed and not know who did it. That's true, I guess. Uh, 
50,000. 500,000. Add a zero. Five. <laughs> just five <laughs> people. <laughs> Kelly just bet a dollar. Uh, I, I will give it to Adam. He did go over, but it's about 400,000 people. Oh, wow. That's a lot of people. Stop killing each other. <laughs> Be nice. So I'm, I'll take a fairly wide range here. What age range is the most murdered? Hmm. Huh. Uh, 22 to 40. I'm going to say 20 to 30. I'm going to say over 70. I think wow. people are after their inheritance. <laughs> yes. Father Time killed them. <laughs> <laughs> For money. Uh, it's so I, Like I said, it's a huge range. And this is the only statistic I could find. It's ages 15 to 49. <laughs> oh, so yeah, damn near everyone. Yeah, that's most of them. And that's at 7.79 people murdered per 100,000 people. Wait, that's me. You're right in there. Okay, but what what age range is the least murdered? Zero to one. Well, judging by my uh, news feed, babies are murdered every few minutes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Ding, there's another one. So I'm just going to stick with the over 70. Yeah, I I think that would be good. Why would you murder them if they're just going to die soon anyways? (laughs) Just wasting bullets. So it's ages 5 to 14. Huh? Oh. I was the closest without going over. It's true. It's a 0.83 people murdered per 100,000 people. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Like, babies are right after that, and then it's the elderly, and then everybody else. <laughs> uh, so what percentage of murders go unsolved? Hmm. 5%. 25%. Oh, Adam, you stole my answer. Gotcha. Uh... 10%. So Adam is closest without going over. Oh, wow. I'm going to say if you want to kill somebody, there's a good chance you get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the perfect crime, not that difficult. 40% of murders go unsolved. Wow. <laughs> Two out of five. Yeah. So that's that's not a great track record. <laughs> uh, what country has the highest percentage of deaths by murder? Hmm. I feel like this is when I start chanting USA. <laughs> Columbia. Well, that's a good answer. Rich Colombian murder. All, all these murders by hippos. <sighs> Detroit. <laughs> Detroit is not a country, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Venezuela. Oh. oh, okay. I know you weren't going to guess that, but here it is. Uh, and that's all out of all of their deaths, 8.54% of them are by murder. Wow. wow. Maybe they're just a very healthy people. So, like, it's the only way people die. Yep, that's how they're they're immortal. I was going to say, maybe they only have one detective in the whole country, and he's an idiot. (laughs) Bunch of Highlanders down there. (laughs) Uh, So what country has the highest number of murders by gun per 100,000? How could it not be America? I'm I'm back to chanting USA. I don't know. What's a troubled country in Africa? Uh, Egypt? South Africa does have those flamethrowers. Yeah, so let's go South exciting. Africa. Why, it's Venezuela. Oh. <laughs> oh, should have known. At uh, 39.84 per 100,000 people. Wow. So what country has the highest number of child murders per 100,000? <laughs> Venezuela? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like there's a trend here, and I'm, I'm jumping on that train now. Yeah, we're on to your games. Welcome to Venezuela. <laughs> God. What's going on and, down there? Uh, that's 20 per 100,000 children. So is there is there a statute of limitations for murder in the U.S.? And if so, what is it? Uh, I think so. I thought there wasn't. Oh. 
All right. Well, I'm going to say there is. And it's 12 years. Mm-hmm. 15 years. No, if you murder someone, you murdered them even if you're 90 <laughs> and you did it when you were 10. You murdered them forever. Kelly is correct. There is no statute of limitations on murder, although no. cases that have gone super cold are often dismissed. Yeah. She's right. If you find a 90-year-old murderer, that guy's still a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> the stain never leaves you. And our, our final question, what weapon is the most used murder weapon in the U.S.? Candlestick. It's <laughs> <laughs> a tough one. He has to think about it. Oh. You guys have lots of lists of weapons in your heads to cycle through. Bare yeah. hands. Ooh. My mitts. On, on grizzlies. Um, say a knife. A knife. <laughs> a single knife. <laughs> the killing knife. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's passed from person to person. It's cursed. Whenever somebody picks it up, they have to kill. <laughs> Like some sort of murder Excalibur, the lady of the lake. <laughs> Pulled it out of a trash can. <laughs> Pulled it out of a human body, I think. <laughs> Whoever shall pull this, the knife from this human shall be the next murderer. This knife? <laughs> ah, crap. It's handguns. Oh, okay. And it's handguns by more than two times of any other weapon used to murder. I feel like bare hands and handguns, like... Yeah, bare hands use handguns. You need your bare hand. You need your hands to use the handgun. I'm trying to think of it. You need those for knives too. (laughs) Yeah, Kelly covered all the bases. No one kills anyone with their head or their feet. Yep, unless you're Jean Claude Van Damme, but he's in France. (laughs) His whole body is a weapon. Um, the next closest is unspecified gun. (laughs) This bullet handgun to every other gun. So I have three stories for you today. Two of them are serial killers, so eh. oh. or ma- or mass killers. Is there a difference? There is. A serial killer kills a, a, a lot of people over a amount of time. A mass killer kills a lot of people at once. Oh, they have an unsolved mass killer. Yes, that's Adam's favorite story. Oh, I think I know what story you're going to tell. I hope so. What's your favorite? <laughs> well, that's what my wife said. I don't know why she knows your favorite mass murderer. <laughs> if anyone would, Alex would. <laughs> so we're going to start off by talking about the Axeman of New Orleans. Have you ever heard about this one? I have heard mm, of him. No, I have not. So the Axeman of New Orleans was responsible for 12 attacks from May of 1918 until October of 1919. Uh, oh. Seven resulting in death. Okay. And the survivors didn't know who he was? I guess not. <laughs> Never got him. Guy with an axe. All I saw was an axe. So the Axeman had an MO, and that would to be to take a chisel and chisel out a small hole in your door. Wow. Patient. I mean, he had an axe. <laughs> and then he'd squeeze through the hole. <laughs> what? That doesn't sound very small. Like some sort of murder ferret. <laughs> so there's a bu- there was a bunch of suspects, and a lot of them were, like, the police were like, that guy can't fit through the hole. <laughs> <laughs> they had a skull like a mouse. Crazy. Some sort of octopus killer. <laughs> So then he would bludgeon the victims to death, usually with an axe. Dunk, 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 dunk. Like, please, uh, turn it around. (laughs) So I say usually with an axe because he only ever used things in a person's home that he found to murder them. And everybody had axes. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. There's a lot of axes. (laughs) I would fill my home with plush toys. Small (laughs) plush toys. Then he'd kill you with one of those. (laughs) (laughs) He'd try. It'd take a lot longer. So he'd break into your house with a chisel, find an axe that you had. 
Nobody ever answered the door when he was knocking away at it with the chisel. (laughs) Maybe that's how he got in. He only ever, he only ever got a tiny little hole in the door before people just let him in. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Hole in my door. It's like a vampire. (laughs) And then he would kill the person and leave behind both the chisel and the weapon. (laughs) So, So he got a fresh chisel every time. Yeah. Just look for the guy with the chisels. Yeah, the guy making the chisels. Kai could have just used the chisel as his weapon. <laughs> if he wanted to be unoriginal. <laughs> then he'd be the chisel killer, and that's not a cool. <laughs> the chiseler. The chisel killer. I don't know why he's not the whatever comes to hand killer. <laughs> <laughs> Loves axes. The garage sale killer. <laughs> I like to say garbage sale killer. <laughs> His first recorded murder was on May 22nd, 1918. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> uh, when he chiseled into the home of Joseph and Catherine Maggio. The baseball people? Yes. John DiMaggio. <laughs> so the victims were found by Joseph's brothers. And Joseph was still alive, although he had a few axe wounds in his head when they oh. arrived. <laughs> That's not where you want those. Kind of looked up at his brothers and said, bleh, and died. <laughs> <laughs> Not really the most eloquent last words. <laughs> His wife, however, had her head almost entirely removed. Wow. But it wasn't by the axe. Okay. He had beaten them with the axe and then found a straight razor to cut off her head. Oh, oh goodness. Man. What a patient killer. <laughs> well, he's already chiseled his way in. I know. He's got nothing but time. And he carved the chisel out of granite. <laughs> I will mention at this point that the majority of the Axeman's uh, victims were Italian-American. Huh. Huh. Uh, I don't know why. He just loved killing Italians. <laughs> the right kinds of doors. The only clue they found, other than the weapons left behind, was a message in chalk, a block down that said, Mrs. Maggio will sit up tonight just like Mrs. Tony. Uh, Written as though it was from a child. <laughs> well, I guess a child could fit through that hole. <laughs> Maybe it was a really strong child. <laughs> they never found out who Mrs. Tony was. Hmm. So so the attacks would go on like this and the police, because it was mostly Italian Americans getting killed, said it must, these people must be involved in the mafia. (laughs) It's not our fault. Those are some weird mob hits. (laughs) So the attacks continued until March 13th, 1919, when all of a sudden a letter addressed from hell. Oh, (laughs) oh, arrived at a new Orleans newspaper. Did it have scorch marks? (laughs) It doesn't say smelled of brimstone. (laughs) Esteemed mortal. (laughs) They have never caught me and they never will. They have never seen me for I am invisible, even as the ether that surrounds your earth. Uh, Who's lifting that axe? (laughs) (laughs) I am not a human being, but a spirit and a demon from the hottest hell. (laughs) I am what you (laughs) Orleanians and your foolish police call the axe man. So I cut out a bunch of stuff here where I just described the murders. (laughs) <laughs> so so we do know who did it it was a demon from hell it was a, a fog cloud <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the letter it said now to be exact at twelve fifteen, earthly time <laughs> in your earth time <laughs> on next tuesday night i am going to pass over new orleans in my infinite mercy i am going to make a little proposition to you people here it is i am very fond of jazz music Okay. (laughs) Aren't we all? The devil went down to Georgia. (laughs) And I swear by all the devils in the nether regions that every person shall be spared in whose home a jazz band is in full swing at the time I have just mentioned. Wow. A full five-piece jazz band. (laughs) 
So now we know this is a frustrated jazz musician. (laughs) (laughs) Can't get a gig to save my life. (laughs) I've killed like nine people. Oh, I forgot the letter. (laughs) I forgot to leave my resume. (laughs) (laughs) If everyone has a jazz band going, well, then so much better for you people. Suffocated on a trumpet mute. (laughs) (laughs) One thing is certain, and that is some of your your people who do not jazz it on Tuesday (laughs) night. (laughs) Jazzercise for your life. Step to the oldies, quick. If there be any, we'll get the axe. And if they'd called his bluff, he'd have had a busy night. <laughs> oh my goodness, nobody's playing jazz. <laughs> what is this classical shit? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh, you just wait. Ding, 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 ding. I'll get in there. Ding, 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 ding. God, turn on Miles Davis quick. <laughs> so the dance halls in New Orleans were packed out of fear. <laughs> like people didn't go in to dance. They were like, okay, as long as I'm here. <laughs> some dance halls were shut down because a bunch of rich folk hired out all the bands oh. once again not to enjoy the music in fact a lot of the people ended up not getting paid oh oh come on they deserve like hazard pay yeah seriously they saved your life oh, they're the safest ones in town they can make the music <laughs> back i have a trumpet <laughs> I have a safety bubble wherever they go and new orleans played jazz until dawn and no one was killed by the axe man nice maybe he overslept <laughs> the person was never caught despite leaving stuff at every crime scene. Wow. Did he leave more creepy messages? Nope, that's the only one. Is there any, like, I'm sure there must be some conspiracy theories between that and Jack the Ripper if he made a from hell letter. That, but that, I, I thought about that, but, I mean, Jack the, it could be Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Jack the Ripper goes to America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sequel. Sequels are never as good as the original. <laughs> God, it was Ian Holm from Hell, buddy. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna we're gonna jump over to Germany for our next two stories. Sproing. And we're gonna start on October twenty fifth, nineteen eighty four, with Gunther Stoll. <laughs> no, that's my name. Oh, you sound very Italian for a German. <laughs> Yagzi. Yagzi. <laughs> I've done it. Six murders. <laughs> Uh, so, Gunther was an unemployed food engineer, which I don't know what that job is. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, new PC term for a butcher. <laughs> Who had also been recently diagnosed with clinical paranoia. Huh? Here's a prescription for it. Yeah. It's a uh, stay home? No, I don't know. <laughs> so, very recently, he had he'd begun to tell his wife that they were coming. <laughs> Them? And she'd she say, said, could you be more specific, dear? Should I bake a cake? <laughs> when she asked, who are they? He goes, I have no idea, but they're going to hurt me. That's you mark this. They're coming. <laughs> so on the night of October 25th, he suddenly sprung from his chair saying, oh, this will be fun. No! <laughs> Jets get me an Einlicht Alf! <laughs> I have to watch the show Alf. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Look at the little man. He eats... Oh, he eats the kids. Uh, which is German for, now I get it. <laughs> Ran over to where the telephone and, and like the notepad is and scribbled down the word Yogtze. Yeah. Y-O-G-T-Z-E. Okay. Does that mean anything in German? <sighs> it does not. Some sort of elder god, maybe? Esdgay. <laughs> Red rum? What the hell? <laughs> Stared at it for a couple of minutes, crossed it out, and then just left the house. <laughs> Maybe he'd misspelled it. <laughs> Anyone have a dictionary? So he was next seen at his favorite pub where he quickly ordered a beer, put it up to his lips, and then fainted. 
<laughs> Busy oh, day. Oh, my pearls. <laughs> oh, I'm a teetotaler. He regained consciousness about 15 minutes and then ran out of the pub. <laughs> what a busy day he's having <laughs> he disappeared for two hours reappearing six miles down the road at the house of a woman he knew from high school and he was hauling ass to go six <laughs> miles in two hours uh she was kind of pissed off because it was one in the morning <laughs> not a great time i just ran oh i was just in the neighborhood thought i'd drive by <laughs> but she oh i'm about to grip it and rip it adam are you ready oh i'm ready yeah she did Listen to a whole tirade that he gave where he's like, something horrible is about to happen to everyone, <laughs> me. but especially me. <laughs> and she said, hey, dude, go go home to your wife. This is, you're ridiculous. It's one in the morning. <laughs> I'm sleepy. <laughs> he then vanished for another two hours. <laughs> Just taken away by the wind. And he was eventually found by two truckers. Okay. Now, you see, he had wrecked his white VW Golf. Okay. On the side of the road and was naked and bloody in the front seat. Huh. huh. Crashed so hard his clothes came off. <laughs> when the men asked him what had happened, he says, I was with four dudes who beat the crap out of me and made me crash my car. <laughs> also, they stole my clothes. <laughs> they ate all my clothes. And then they ran away. <laughs> they said, okay, we'll get you an ambulance. Unfortunately, he did die on the way to the hospital. Huh. Oh. It was not of car crash wounds, at least not from crashing his car. Okay. Investigators concluded that he had been run down by another car several times. All right. So he like got ran over and then crawled into his car? He got run over, took off his clothes somewhere, <laughs> crawled into his car, crashed it, and then that's where we found him. Oh, these pants have, they have tire marks on them. <laughs> Maybe his shirt turned into a truck and his pants turned into another truck and they both drove off. <laughs> <laughs> Separate directions. <laughs> Cumberbund, transform and roll out. So the German police have no leads as to who killed Gunther Stoll, but there are people who say, well, Yagtze was a psychic premonition. Okay. It was obviously Y06TZE, and that's uh, the license plate of the car that killed the man. Ah. Uh. Does anyone have that license plate? No. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a dead end then. They covered their tracks so well. Yeah, man was run over several times and then found naked. And then, yeah, it's a wild story. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to say he ran himself over. He's <laughs> too embarrassed to tell everyone. Just put his car on a hill and then ran down. Classic misdirection. <laughs> so finally, we're going to go into the Hinterkaifeck murders. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> also in Germany in uh, March of 1922. Okay. So farmer Andreas Gruber had seen some strange things on his property in in, in, a, in a few days past. What, it, like a cow on his roof or something? Yeah, uh, there was a fiddler on the roof, too. Oh, Weird Jewish cloud guy. that kind of looked like a whale. <laughs> he found a newspaper from Munich on his property and said, I don't remember buying newspapers from Munich. <laughs> that paper boy's got a hell of an arm. <laughs> he lived with his wife, his daughter, their two children, and a maid. And he said, well, I'm going to bet that the postman dropped this. But the next time the postman came by, he said, nobody in this area subscribes to this shitty Munich newspaper. The postman, not a newsboy. <laughs> Get the news. A few days later, his he went to his neighbors and said, hey, I found a lot of footprints going to my farm's machine room, and the lock is broken, but there's no footprints leaving? You guys know anything about that? <laughs> I feel like this is a mystery he could solve. <laughs> also, I'm too afraid to go in there to check. <laughs> Can you hold my hand? They must have backed out the same way they went in. 
Oh, he had those backwards shoes where he could reverse the soles. What is that a thing? Yeah. Oh. You can get them at the spy shop in town. What? Did you never watch Get Smart? It's been a while. So the family later heard what they thought were footsteps in the attic, but when they went up there, there wasn't anybody there. Just a pair of empty shoes. The family had also seen a mysterious man with a mustache at the forest's edge staring out at the farm pretty much the entire week. <laughs> you know, any one of these things might deserve a call to the cops. Oh no, that's just a forest spirit. <laughs> Except maybe the newspaper. Look, honey, the brawny man is back. <laughs> Mustachioed forest sprite. It's one of those forest hipsters. <laughs> He came out to me yesterday and asked if I had heritage heirloom tomatoes, and I said, I don't know. Just put some pomade at the wood's edge and he'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> so the afternoon of March 31st, 1922, the family received a new maid, Maria Baumgartner, which is a cool name to say. <laughs> Your first job is to get that body out of the shed. <laughs> well, that's the last time we would see any of these people alive. Whoa. Because they went on vacation. <laughs> yep. And never came back. We assume they're dead. That evening... One by one, members of the family were lured out into the barn and killed with a pickaxe. <laughs> Hello? Thunk. What was that? Maybe maybe it was that idiot call from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> well, here's the thing is that upon investigation later, they were like, obviously they heard the screaming and they went out one by one to be murdered. <laughs> Please form an orderly cue. I can only do this so quickly. <laughs> from the house, you couldn't hear screaming from the barn. That's weird. They have the soundproof barn. barn? Maybe there was a lot of space between them. So that's ruled out. We don't know how the guy was like, there's some guy out there like, tick, tick, tick. <laughs> Dad's not back. Should I go to check that? <laughs> Maybe he left a trail of schnitzel from the house to the barn. <laughs> <laughs> now serving number four. <laughs> what did I win? <laughs> a pickaxe. Oh boy. The killer then went into the house and murdered the new maid and uh, bashed up the baby. Mush. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> So how do they know that there was a mustachioed lurker? I mean, did they tell someone off the property? The family had been telling other folks, Do you know this mustache guy? <laughs> Said, steal my newspapers, will you? <laughs> my Munich newspaper. <laughs> Why am I like this? How'd I get out of Texas? <laughs> <laughs> Yeehaw. Why do I like Munich so much? <laughs> <laughs> Woke up and I don't know what it says, but... I don't know who I am and, and how to read anything, but Texan. <laughs> so the bodies went undiscovered for four days. Oh, smelly. Mostly because people thought they, the, the folks were still at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because smoke continued to come out of the chimney and someone had fed the, the cattle. Wow. Oh, he found a cozy new place to live. <laughs> so there was a lot of theories on why this had happened. They said, well, there's a huge amount of money that these people had. And obviously it's gone, so the guy killed them for the money. Huh. Except in that we found the money. Oh, <laughs> well, there it is. And nothing on the property was missing other than food from the pantry and the pickaxe. <laughs> Sometimes you do things for the joy of the task. A lot of people said, hey, there's look, there's some tiles on the roof missing. That is where the guy got in. Except that it kind of came out later, although this is also unsubstantiated gossip, that... The dad had been having sex with his daughter, and that was where they were hiding to do it? Okay. Like, there's a, just a bunch of non-starters here, and the case really just went cold immediately. <laughs> yeah, there was no leads at all. So, in what I'm going to call a, an act of desperation on the part of the police, they took all the bodies and cut their heads off. Well, uh, surely this will help. They said, I know a psychic 
in Munich. <laughs> Does he have a mustache? <laughs> and they sent the heads to Munich. <laughs> Postage is expensive. They didn't want to have to mail the whole body. Couldn't you bring the psychic to you? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's all the way in Munich where newspapers come from. <laughs> Unfortunately, the heads went missing during World War II. Okay. Uh, so we never got the answers of that. Oh, no. That psychic was going to crack it. So they have had over 100 different suspects over the years, with all of them having alibis and none of them working out. But all mustachioed. Yeah, every <laughs> single one, even the women. And the case has been officially closed as of 1955. Well, that was open for a long time. Case file says, eh. <laughs> Kispel says, we don't know why these idiots wandered out to a barn one by one. <laughs> we couldn't find any evidence of anything else. The only thing missing was the bread. <laughs> Have they never seen a horror movie? No, they haven't been invented yet. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Edison was working on that dinosaur thing, I think. <laughs> and that's all the murders I have for you today. Murder. Will you have more for me tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tune in tomorrow for more murder. Uh, do, you, do you guys have any murder stories? I mean, if we were to tell you, they wouldn't be unsolved anymore. <laughs> it's true. There's no statute in the United States. Oh, you have to wait for our solved murder episode. <laughs> I don't know if I even know anyone that's been murdered. No. I don't think I do. I mean, I've, I've played a lot of video games where I solve murders. Phoenix Wright, for being an attorney, he solves a lot of murders. <laughs> <laughs> Missed his calling. Maybe he should be the detective. <laughs> So if we don't have any murders you want to confess to. <laughs> Not today, copper. <laughs> Dang. You can take off the wire. Now you have to tell us if you're a cop, Andy. That's the rule. <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> I, I don't know who came up with that, but I think they were stoned. <laughs> you like have to tell me if you're a police officer, right? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Then can I have some weed? I watch a lot of police procedurals. That's about as close as I get. I mean, like I said, there's tons of video games where they make detective work look so easy. <laughs> Batman can just turn on a camera. <laughs> so, detectives, the case has gone cold, and I need you to work this case until it is solved. You got oh, it, man. Chief. Like, how much do I have to pay you to just be a detective on an unsolvable case? Oh, an unsolvable case? <laughs> unsolvable. Well, we don't know it's unsolvable, but... You just told us it was. <laughs> Shut up, detective. I kind of think you're behind it now. Give me your badge. <laughs> <laughs> I just got this job and I need it. Nope. I don't, I don't see how I'm going to be any good on an unsolvable case. Okay. Imagine that you don't know it's unsolvable. <laughs> like, pr pretend with us now, Kelly. Because this would be maddening to me. Like your entire job is dead ends and no leads. Yeah, but if it never gets solved, then the case will go on until you've retired, right? Or until uh, the German court shuts you down. But I'm not even in Germany. Why would they have any say on my case? <laughs> Boom. Germany. What's going on here? The Munich psychic told them to. <laughs> yep. They said, hire, hire Detective Adam. We need him. He's the best at something. <laughs> I don't know. I'd feel bad because, like, I have no applicable skills. I kind of feel like it's not going to get solved because you just hired three people that aren't really detectives. <laughs> I've played a lot of point-and-click adventures, so... <laughs> I use the fish with the door. <laughs> a lot of things in this room to combine with a lot of other things. <laughs> My God, you didn't even put on rubber gloves. You're ruining the evidence. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of like weaseling out little things like that, so that could be kind of fun. But yeah. the, the problem is when you're left with 
stuff for that long, like you start to turn into your own conspiracy theorist where you come up with a answer and are convinced that it's the right answer because it's the only thing you can think of. My God, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) So like that makes sense. So that would be the only danger. I think I was thinking like just a regular salary might be nice, but then like the frustration of it never being solved would make my price go up. But then I also get to make a conspiracy theory board with strings going everywhere. So I think I'm just (laughs) going to go back down to regular salary. As long I as you include the red yarn, yeah, hundred thousand dollars a year and a competent therapist who is guaranteed <laughs> not to be the murderer. It's <laughs> good that you included that. <laughs> hey, I watch a lot of police procedurals. I'll cut it down to seventy-five thousand if I can have a Watson. Uh, ooh, do you mm-hmm. want a competent Watson or a chubby Watson? Eh, just chubby, a chubby fun Watson. Oh, I want I want uh, Jane Watson from Elementary. She's amazing. Oh, Lucy Liu's got- a busy lady. <laughs> and I'll I'll take Jude Law. <laughs> uh, I I will do, I'll do it for a hundred thousand as well. Once again, I think I'd start going a little nuts not being able to solve the dang thing. Are you also taking a Watson? And oh, which no, one? I'm taking the Doctor from Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's just going to wave a screwdriver at it, and it's going to be fixed. You would you think so? But but that plot device in his pocket only works if it's advantageous to the plot and if the, true. The, the point is to not solve it then it never can do that <laughs> i do love that sometimes where it's like woo, woo, woo. okay the door's unlocked and then like two episodes later it's like we're locked in here well there was literally <laughs> an episode where he pointed it at a door it unlocked it then they went through the door and then a character closed the door and then the screwdriver couldn't unlock it anymore which like you know if that's a, a normal human door one of those two sides <laughs> should have been able to operate that lock manually <laughs> Well, no, they, he didn't say the actual secret power of it is it can only ever unlock a single, any door once. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Now, okay, you're being paid as detectives now and you all have your, your assistance. So good job. Fantastic. Oh, where's my deerskin hat? Deerskin? No, you get a raccoon cap. <laughs> it's an affectation. <laughs> <laughs> you're Daniel Boone. <laughs> <laughs> well, shucky ding darn, I'm going to solve me a murder. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why I made Daniel Boone so hickish, but <laughs> yeah, he's a lot more than I thought he would be. That's all we have for this week. I'd like to thank my co-hosts for being here. I'd like to thank our mysterious editor, Gerard, for <laughs> editing together all of our murders. Editing out all the murderers. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Gerard, make sure you get that right. I'd like to thank all of our patrons, and you can find us on Patreon, Acid Pop Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, it's acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. We're at, at acidpoppodcast on Twitter and Instagram. So if that's everything we've got, then remember, just blast that jazz. Blast the jazz. Bye.